0: Listeners, please note although this podcast does talk about Gated FC and its employees, we are not connected officially in any way with Gated Football Club. We do work closely and would like to remind listeners that if you message in, remember that you are talking about real people and their jobs. So please contact the show, have your say, but do it in a thoughtful and considerate manner. Enjoy the podcast. Welcome to the Heed Army Podcast Live. It is Sunday, 9 o'clock. There can mean no only one thing. We're sitting here waiting for your messages. What has happened for Gateshead FC over the last seven days and how has it affected you? Please let us know. You can tweet us at Heed underscore Army and of course there is the chat facility that will be going throughout the podcast. If you're new or old to Gateshead Football Club, your views are just as important as everybody else's. So come on, join us, have your say And let's spread the word of Gated FC. Don't forget that all of our shows are there to be listened to if you are new to the podcast, and you can hear all of our back catalogue over the past few seasons. It's all there to listen to, and it's all there to talk about in future shows so remember share the show with your friends if they are new to Gateshead as well why not get them involved we want everybody talking about Gateshead Football Club but more importantly going down on a match day The show is brought to you in association with Trade Print Solutions, your number one stop for all of your printing needs. And also, we'd love to see a massive thank you to Smooth and Terrell for helping the show sound as good as it is. So have a listen out for them and search them on Facebook and on Twitter. Hello, welcome to the Heat Army Podcast live, and we've got a lot to talk about this week. We've had the departure. Ryan Bowman has left for the Scottish Premier League with Motherwell. Were oh, you shocked at that one? It was announced late after midnight, so if you were in bed, you may not have known until uh, the next morning. Also as well, we've got two games to talk about this week that we uh, have happened since we were on air. Uh, on Bank Holiday Monday, we got um, a bit of a beating at... Uh, at uh, Lincoln and uh, well we got a good win at home yesterday with a clean sheet against Sutton United. Also as well we've um, got a little bit of news about a possible um, something that you can nominate us for if you feel that you'd like to nominate us for a football blogging award. We'll give you all the um, the details about that and also as well we've got um, another guest in tonight because Andrew isn't here so we're joined by John Young. Hello John. Hello. And um, I was just sitting before you um, came, and I was thinking, we've got collectively over seventy years of being a Gateshead fan in the room here. So we, we've, you know, we've quite a lot, quite a lot of years logged up between us. It's twenty years for me this year. John, you've a few more years than me on that, wasn't it? I think it's Twenty-one or twenty-two for me. Yeah, and Mickey. It's, uh, it's, yeah, well, it's getting there. So. Thirty years. Yeah, so there we go. Seven, 71, 72 years we've got in the room of being a Gateshead fan. And I'm just going to go a little bit, de- not too much down memory lane, but um, about a player, well, players or player, who would you bring out the past into the current team? But we'll talk about that later on. So, um, say lots to talk about, a lot of lot mull over. I know who I would bring in and it, someone said it to me actually um, after the game yesterday and I couldn't help but carry on thinking about it. So, I'll share that with you later on. But um, I think we'll start with the news um, that everyone was talking about earlier in the week. Transfer deadline day was on Tuesday. Um, was it Tuesday? Wednesday. Wednesday, Wednesday, sorry. And um, well, Ryan Bowman, it was announced at 20 past 12 am that he had left for past new up to Motherwell. Good luck to the lad. Um, it, it's a step up. It's a Scottish Premier League. He's going to be playing at Parkhead, Ibrox, you know, and. uh Taincastle. Yeah, Tank Castle. And it says he's going to be playing in front of big crowds, big stadiums, you know. Uh, good luck to the lad. Um, but a little bit. Bit of a gutter for Gated fans. I mean he's scoring goals. Um I know he wasn't everyone's cup of tea. Uh some people have message in no doubt and tell us that. But um he scored goals but um yeah, it's a, as first of all, good luck to the lad, but it's a, I am a little bit gutted that he's gone.
1: Yeah, I'm gutted as well. I mean he's a he's a goal scorer and uh, very hard to come by. But as Aspen said in his uh interview in the Chronicle, he wanted to go, he had no intention of signing the contract. So you've got to do what's best for the club, and what's best for the club is get money from him. Yeah. Good luck
0: to him, but get to move on. And hopefully, I mean, I, 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 to be honest, I've been a bit gutted, so I haven't read too deeply into some of the articles that's been about. I would imagine there'll be a sell-on, so hopefully he does well, and get a benefit from him doing well in his own career. And you know, as we're we we, we we're still watching Marcus Madison still banging goals at Peter Brown. We know he's been talked about for about a year now in different transfer windows. So hopefully something like that might happen in the future. And as I say, for Ryan Bowman as well. But Mickey, what was your initial thoughts when you found out? I was shocked.
2: Uh, I've, I stayed up though roughly about quarter to
0: 12. Basically
2: laughing at Tottenham paying 30 million for Sissoko. Yeah. Um, but when I woke up the next morning Bowman had been sold, I thought, oh well, it's a bit of a kick in the teeth but, you move on, it's like John says, you've got to make the most of it. Yeah. He's, he wasn't going to stay. Mm-hmm. Um I'll, like everybody
0: else, I wish him the best. Mm-hmm. I, on, mean,
2: that, the yeah, yeah, I mean, until the play I mean, I hope he gets stuffed.
0: Yeah, but on on a business side <laughs> as well, I mean, we're, we're reading you know and that we've we got double the amount what we paid for them, so that's good on investment. And and hopefully there is sell ons there and other clauses you would imagine. So you know, on that side, you've got to say, well, for bringing, we've got, we benefit from his goals. We sold him on for a profit. Okay, it's not millions. We're we, not going to expect that at this level. So you know, that on that scheme of things, it's it's well done to said as well on that. I mean, you know, we we he could have ran his contract out, we would have got nothing. It also looks good on the club.
2: Yeah, because now you've got Lee Novak, Rob Jones. Um, Marcus Madison and now Ryan Bowman Yeah, went on the league clubs who had Josh Giddies go to
1: Carlisle mm-hmm. so shows if you come here and work hard
2: come here and you do the business
1: clubs will come and look at you Yeah, I think it also shows what Asman's about um, he's obviously aware that he's not going to sign another contract so rather than let him see his contract out he does what he thinks is best for the for another the club, club eh? and for him and he, he moves him on and um, like it or not You'd much rather get twenty thousand pound or however much it was mm-hmm. for a player like that, than and then finish the end of the season. Mm-hmm. And if you have a player that wants to weigh, it's a difficult situation,
0: isn't it? It is, it is. I mean, and I, I mean, as I say, I, I don't know if we have got sell-ons, but you'd hope we have, or, or or some clause, you know. And that you've got to look at it that way. It's, but if it, we mentioned, we've had uh, numerous players, but recently, Marcus Madison, Ryan Bowman. Hopefully, if other players are noticed and go on, uh, you know, bigger clubs and. If you've got enough, like five or four players who have got sell-ons, then it, look, it's good for the future. You know, it, I'm not saying it's uh, um, guaranteed money because we found out with Lee Novak when his contract ran out at Huddersfield. But if you've got a few players like that that the club sell on and benefit from them when they're here, and then you benefit from in the future as well, it, it can only be a good thing. And, it, and it's good to see the club doing that.
2: Surely the scouts must talk to each other, like different scouts, say, "Oh, I went up with gated, and I've seen, seen the young lad there." if you're looking for this type of player, going can have a look at him. Mm-hmm. Surely they must like, pass on information amongst each other. So if you've got people talking about
0: we're away from well, the pitches, it's mm-hmm. the it well, better. Well, not only that, we know when we had Neil Aspin at the back end of last year, he said that because of the Vardy and the Andrea Greys of this world at the minute that are hitting the headlines, that the scouts now are hitting non-league extra hard 15. because they know that the players are there. Obviously, over the past Ten, fifteen, twenty years. Everyone's wanted the, the the big name of foreign players, you know, that they can make money on. Now they start to realise that there's talent here still.
1: Do you think? Do you think they'd use it in the, the contract negotiations, such as these players have moved on from Gator as an opportunity for you to go on from Gator I mean, You would imagine so. I mean, would it, you would, it would be silly
0: not to say, yeah, well, yeah. you know, come here and look what you know where you can go. And not not only that, you can you can talk about the players that have come here in the past as well. Recent history. I mean, I mean. You know we had a player that was international player played top flight for most of his career we had john oster play for us for two seasons yeah, so oh, if you so if you, another no, podcast and john doesn't mention uh, david doesn't mention john oster again. yeah but <laughs> no no but, but but it shows you that if we can yeah. if we can entice players at the you know the players who've played the highest level at the end of the career to to work with players at the beginning exactly. or, you know so it, it shows you that there's a nice mixture coming in around around the football club and also just talking about midfielders there um anthony sweeney uh, it was announced this week that his contract has been released and he's went on to hartley as a full-time manager uh, full-time coach sorry uh, look what he's done yeah
2: uh, <laughs> i can beat six what up steven <laughs> yeah
0: uh, but i but he, i think because he qualified he got his UEFA A license a lot quicker than um the fort and obviously he got the opportunity to go into full-time coaching so they've let him go and he's, he's you know, it, it, we never oh, seen yeah, the best of him. Did we? So good luck to the lads. You know, he,
1: that surprised me because I mean, I saw him come on against Forrest Green, and he came on and he he hit the bar with a header, and he did quite well. And I thought, you know, maybe somebody bring in. Obviously, they've decided to let him go. Maybe they've got somebody else in mind to come in. I don't know. Yeah. but it, you know, it did surprise a bit that. that well, just
0: talking about um, potential players to come in, we there was obviously we have brought in Reese Oates as well uh, on loan from Hartlepool, who scored on his debut. Of course, we'll talk about um, yesterday's game in a little while. Um, it said that were uh, I think Matthew Reesbeck even put were uh, in negotiations with two players, so we've got one in. I don't it, d- didn't say it was low enough for t- uh, what it called, but potentially four were in talks with it, but two. Uh, so, if that's what I read right, I mean, if, you know, um, so th- there is going to be movement. Um, so, well, Neil Aspen said in an interview that he's got his squad in
2: there is potential to bring players in but he
0: didn't see the chance of bringing anyone in Ah right, well I I was just reading from what I had read on Twitter um, from Matthew Raisbeck and a few other places so we know it's never cast iron on there
1: The thing with Bowman and Sweeney both going does that not free up two places to, to fill?
0: Or, you say that does it not free up um one place for maybe a bigger player. You know, wages wise, you know, you know and uh, that's just that's just my mind the way it works. Sure but, yeah. <laughs> Who knows, <laughs> I don't know. The
2: Shoner one's an interesting one because I think he might do a job, but you look at his injury record and...
0: well, I wouldn't say no to one coming in, you know, but it would be good pay off for the club, we know that. But at the age of 34, no pre-season Take That's a little while a little. to get in there. Um, yeah, there's, there's definitely pros and cons, probably more pros than cons, but
1: I understand your concerns. But I mean, the thing is, for me, I think you'd do a fantastic job at Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. um, yeah. obviously, the injuries are a thing, but the other thing is, it's money. Mm-hmm. You want a lot of money, and oh, nice. you know, you've got to have a you've got to have a a, a ceiling point a point where you won't go past and that's the mm, problem it is.
0: well we'd love you to get in contact um, remember we are talking about the games that uh, happened this past week um, also as well about Ryan Bowman leaving what we have thought on that um, and also we're going to talk about um, maybe if you could bring a, t- a player back from uh from any time of you watching gated into this current squad and where would you fit them in and why would you do that and also we're going to talk about captain um liam hogan as well he's uh, he's putting some interest well i'm saying interesting great displays lately at the back and you can see why he's been made the captain i think uh especially uh yesterday he was absolutely marvelous so um to contact us this is how you do it and please do because it's your messages that make this show show go time of the show where we want you to get involved so you can send us your messages send us your thoughts send us your views and you can do it in a number of ways you can do it via twitter at heed underscore army that's how you get to us and also you can do it on the chat facility on the spreaker website that we are broadcasting on and the week you can do that is by signing in with your facebook account on the spreaker website or app And you can talk to other listeners and us throughout the show. Remember, you can listen on the move as well. You can download the Spreaker app, go into it, search for the Heed Army, and you can listen to us live when you're out and about on your mobile phone. Or you can listen to one of our older shows if you are just joining us for the first time. So why not do that and get involved with the Heed Army Podcast Live. Brought to you in association with Trade Print Solutions. That is how you contact us. Please do. And we've got a couple of messages on the chat facility already. And um, Dan Bell, has put, Evening lads, nice to get back to winning ways yesterday in a very scrappy game after a disappointing day on Monday at Lincoln. And uh, Colin Dilbo has also put, There's no supporters club bus to Braintree. We need two drivers for this one. Uh, so it would end up very expensive for the fans. But just on a side note, John, you're going down. You think you got space in your car? Yeah, I've got two
1: spaces. Uh, there's me and Simon going down. Uh, someone will have keep Simon awake in the back of the car, unfortunately, because he's asleep all the time. Um, but yeah, I've got two spaces. I'm going d- down in back in the day, so I set off about half past eight. Yeah, and you'll be back for about half ten. Oh, well. so if you're interested, either message into the podcast or give us a text on Facebook. Yeah.
0: Um. So yeah. Um. But just talking about, I mean the We'll talk about the the two games this week. Um, we'll start off with Monday because you were down there, John. Yeah. Uh, listening to it, it was it was, it was it was just a bit of a, it was like body blow after body blow of the ghouls. Um, generally, what was were, were we poor or were Lincoln just better?
1: It's disappointing the result, but what I will say is Lincoln are a very very good side. They've got a centre forward in Matt Reid. You just can't get the ball off. Mm-hmm. He's in are just packing around them were pace. He scored two goals yesterday, of they're course, a, as well. A, they're a very, very good side. Um, Farmers made four good saves. We had a couple of chances before half time. Uh, put them away. It's a different game. Um, second half were poor, but it's not the end of the world. I mean, a lot. Yeah, a lot of people going about how disappointed it was, and that. Yes, it was, but I've seen a lot worse from Gator than that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And maybe yeah. sometimes you've got
0: to give the opposition credit and just say they were better than me. Yeah. And I think that's what it was. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's, it's, a, it's a fair comment, isn't it? I mean, I think that sometimes football fans don't do that, do they? We always say, oh, well, we were poor. but what about the opposition? You know, you just got to take your hat off and say they were fantastic, you know? Definitely. Um, so, yeah. And uh, yesterday's game, uh, Mickey, you weren't there. Um, yeah. Scrappy at times. But we knuckled down. Uh, we, we didn't say that Sutton had the chances; they could have, they could have took them. Um, they weren't a bad side, Sutton. Uh, not a great side, but they, they'll not. I don't think they'll be anywhere near the relegation zone if they play like that. I mean, the
1: thing with yesterday was that, yes, it was scrappy, but we won the game. And uh, good side's in the games like that,
0: and and a clean sheet. Yes. That, that's, you know, that's that's a positive. You
2: should say that because Davey come in yesterday and says it was a poor game and it was scrappy. It was sometimes it was boring, sometimes it was it
1: was up and down and he says last year we'd have lost that game yep very mm-hmm. true um, I think for me when we missed Bowman I think that's ob- obvious somebody to hold the ball up but Aspen's seeing what we're seeing yeah he's obviously he's seeing it he's you know and I think you'll take you'll maybe bring players in looking at that
0: you know? yeah well but, um, see, the, the referee was he had an average game he got a few things right got a few things wrong like they all do but it was one thing that repeatedly happened. Then number sixteen, the defensive midfielder, every time he went for a header, elbow in the head to the uh, Gator player, and he kept get repeatedly getting away with it in front of the referee, and it was so aggravating. And there was a couple of players, you know, went down you know, holding the head after he's doing it, and I just I just couldn't get my head round the how the referee wasn't seeing it as a foul. You know, the elbow up in the back of the head every time he jumped. It was just uh is it just the way he was jumping clumsy or No, no, he knew what he was doing. He knew what he was doing. He's he's, he's clever. He's clever. He was an aggravator, you know, like like restart and coming Talk on. Got words on you. Yeah. <laughs> coming on to that. Uh, Reese didn't have a great game when he come on. Um he's we know what type of player he is. Um I think you need what he has in his game in his game to make him effective, but for some reason he was more interested in the referee and linesman. And there was two golden opportunities where the ball. If he hadn't have been looking at the referee, he would have been through on goal. And that was the aggravation. I mean, don't get wrong. I'm not. I'm not slating the lad, but he hasn't beat, had much game time. I think he needs to switch his head onto the ball and not the the referee. That that would be my thing. You know, don't get wrong. I, I'm not going to seem because uh, I was tweeting the lad the day about his head on my calendar. I don't want to seem too faced. You know, I do like the lad, but you know. Cr- Criticism where criticism's due, constructive yeah. criticism. There was a lot of people in that stand were in the same fault as me. That yeah, look at the ball and play at the whistle. Yeah. That's that's the only thing I would ask. You
1: know, it, it was very frustrating yesterday. Wasn't yeah, it? Um I think all most Gated fans want to do well. Yeah, and um, they know what he's about. They know he's uh, he's in there to, to cause problems and maybe divert yep. the better players. But you need a bit more from. Mm-hmm. Um, again, constructive criticism. The two chances you're talking about, um are very frustrating because the ball goes up in the air. He's shouting at the at the linesman, mm-hmm. and
0: you're thinking there's a chance
1: there again amongst yeah. it. You know,
0: uh, so there was one where he was at the linesman, one where he was, I think, probably about thirty yards out, and the, the, all their defenders were in front, and the ball dropped behind him. He could, if he had just went, he was away. Yeah, You know, and um, that that was just frustrating. But as I say, what he does is he's in there. We know what he's about, and uh, hopefully he, he starts uh, getting goals because uh, he'll be. Fans to love you know, ag- aggravating and scoring goals. <laughs> no better mix if you win. You've got someone causing a little bit of argy bargy for the other side. It, it's, uh, that's what we like to see, isn't it? You know. Maybe that's why. I think he just needs game time. Mm-hmm. yeah Well, let's see. We're not. We're not going to. We're not trying to. Um, you know, uh, berate anybody. Uh, Sam Pelton 's put uh, evening lads nervous game versus Sutton, but we took our chance. When we had it and uh, three points secured. Hogan was terrific at the back yesterday, winning every single header. Well, we'll come on to Hogan a little bit in a minute. We should give credit to uh, Resorts. Come on. Um, probably second or third touch. It's in the back of the net. Poacher's goal. Uh, you know, he's in the right place at the right time. I, I found it a little bit ironic that we brought on two big men and then. Squared the ball along the ground <laughs> for the goal, um, but you know, it, it, it's good. But um, yeah, it's it's nice to see the young lad get a goal and great to see the players go over and congratulate him as well. So he must, he must the lads must like him, you know, already. It's a fantastic
1: run by the defender as well. Is it Jamal? Jamal Fifield, yeah, it was yeah, great. Great run. And you know, in games like that, you, you get the odd chance, and he's put it away. Fair uh-huh. play to him. It's not easy. His first game of the club, yeah. just off the bench. Fair play, and puts it in back of the net. Mm-hmm. It's a good start for him. Hopefully, he kicks on from. Well, there. as
0: you mentioned, Jam- I mean, Jamal, I don't, Jamal and Manny. I mean, we're we'll talking about Liam Hogan in a minute, but Jamal and Manny. I've noticed that. Um, yes, we are playing five at the back, but the way we play, when the ball goes forward, it gives range for one of those players to get forward, like Jamal. You know, he, he created the goal. I mean, he scored this season as well. For a defender, if you're going to get a few goals and creating goals from a centre from a centre back. I tell you what, that's not bad, is it? It shows you the scope of what we're trying to do, and it is when when we're, when it comes right, like yesterday, when we got that ball forward, the last person you expect to be setting the goal, it was five field, and it's great to see. It, it gives you more 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 danger in and around the box, doesn't it? If the, if then players can do it as well.
1: It was also always a criticism of Curtis and Clark, wasn't it? They didn't get enough goals. Mm-hmm. When you play a five at the back, you can go to the back four and let one of them go forward. The same as when you're defending, you can let somebody go out to the ball. Um, It certainly helps them, gives them one of them free reign to go forward and have a go, you know. Yeah, and um, we've got a tweet that's come in. Andy McInnes has tweeted in, he says,
2: Hi Huns, ask John to do a Matty Patterson impression. I don't think he can, bet he can't. You're
0: right, I can't. (laughs) and of course Andrew can't be with us tonight because he's probably inebriated from a lovely uh, christening he was at uh, the so, yeah. day
2: enjoy your holidays when you're no, yes, uh, gone uh,
0: he's, he's on a hiatus for the next two weeks he won't be here uh, on the podcast because he's going to be in Mexico but I'm sure we could get him live from the poolside on uh, Facebook chat I'm sure he'd love to go up his holidays just to talk to us for an hour <laughs> oh,
2: I'm sure Lauren would be
0: delighted oh yeah well, <laughs> sh- should love it should love it um, but um, see, if he is going to Mexico and you're on the poolside maybe you need to business cards to take with you <laughs> um, so, flawless link so uh, this is a message from our sponsors of TradePrint Solutions remember you can tweet us at heed underscore army because Mickey's dying he's got his hands on his Twitter corner and he's only had the one so uh, yes. send them in and yes. um, if you do need your uh, your business cards this is where you can get them Show sponsors Trade Print Solutions would love to share with the listeners one of their current fantastic offers. If you are after business cards, look no further than Trade Print Solutions. Their current offer is 500 business cards, fully coloured, double sided on 400 gram silk or matte laminated finish. And all of that for just £20, including free UK delivery. So if you want to promote yourself or your business, look no further than TradePrint Solutions. So have a little look on Twitter, on Facebook, and of course, Google Print Solutions. And you can find all of their offers up and coming on their website. And you're back with us, and John's just ordered 5,000 business cards for Torchy Travel. Uh, (laughs) Can't we? (laughs) um, Double-sided as well, double-sided. Right, Um, we did mention earlier on um, about um, a possible... uh, Well, we've been asked to put this out about nominating us for a football blog award. Um, and um, we will be tweeting this out tomorrow about how you can do it, but um, you can uh, vote for us uh, in the podcast section, and the final is held on the November the 17th at Old Trafford. So um, they've contacted us about nominating, so, um, well, if you'd like to nominate us, we're going to put out how to do it tomorrow, because that's when the nominating starts, so it'll be in the podcast area, and we'll be putting out the web address on and h- how you vote for us so uh, throughout for the week. Ups. Yeah, vote for, I mean no, not win, not win but it'd be nice to get nominated and, and hopefully more people will find out about where well, that's, that's what it's all about it's not
1: it's a fantastic achievement to be a, to be nominated well done.
0: Yeah, well, hopefully we'll get nominated. People have to nominate and then if you make it into the judges' uh pot then you find out uh if you're nominated. So we'll do that it's a Football Blog Awards. We will be tweeting on how to do that. So who knows, um we'll hopefully reach more people because that is what it's all about. It's not about uh any personal achievement. It's about spreading the word of the football club. Now Sam B, I don't think we've had Sam B uh, message before. So thank you Sam. Uh was it linking... um conceded in the first five minutes of each half but lincoln are a good side it's more or less what john said there and um yeah you've got to you've got to look at them as for what they are as you said bowman uh, not bowman sorry farman a former gator goalkeeper of course they seem to love him down there especially on the bbc radio lincolnshire commentary as well and um it was just sods and all that he'd have a, a a blinder against her, really. That's yeah, a good team. He had a blinder, anyway. <laughs> That's the thing.
1: He always drops a kaya against her. Yeah. Be, this one time, he doesn't drop a
0: kaya. Yeah. It's frustrating. Uh, it's no, well, the there's it's always the home game. There's always the home well, game. He's, he's due one. He's due one. Uh, yeah. And, um, all right, it's a Dan Bell's put. If you win, where. Uh, was class? it was Gated being the first non league
2: oh. team to win at all Yeah, well, <laughs>
0: we'll, we'll do, I don't think we'll win anything, but it would be nice to be nominated. So Wait, what, if, you, if you do think uh, you'd like to nominate us, we'll put out the links.
2: I've got to. I'd pull d- him about what he's said about Gated going into free file Who's this? Dan Bell. Well, come on then. He, and myself, Bowman, Gated going into free file Dan, calm yourself, Dune.
0: Well, you, went in, you went into detail there, Lake. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. he's just saying
2: we'll get, Gates has gone into free for by, yeah. by selling Ryan Bowman.
0: Yeah, well, uh, on that note, Sam Pelletton's spoke good luck to Ryan Bowman at Motherwell. Hopefully, Stich can step up uh, now he's gone. Well, he's definitely got the opportunity to do it. We mentioned that yesterday was maybe... Not that you know, the, you know, a little bit uh, excited and uh, going at it, and we have um uh, uh, another another
2: tweet. What's Torch Travel? Torchy Travel's favourite service station. We deserve an award for my impression alone. It's whether
1: we it services. I should get shares in it. The amount of money I spend in that place. <laughs> well. it's, so, it's the most depressing place in the world. You come back from a 3 0 defeat, and you see everybody getting ready to go for head nights and stag nates, and you've still got an hour and a half on the road. But, uh, yeah, Weatherby services. Why haven't you just gone into Weatherby and get fish and chips and that? Oh, they don't don't like it. (laughs) Too much
0: of a drive, Dan. Oh, how are we, Tony? What, five minutes and you get them lovely fish and chips? I'd do it, but they want to stop the services. Well, you're driving, why don't you just put your foot down? Literally, put your foot down. I'd miss uh, the services then, wouldn't I? Oh, well, yeah. um, (laughs) um, I know. We mentioned earlier on um, about talking about Liam Hogan. to be honest, I didn't really know much about him when we signed him. Uh, and um, obviously, whispers around pre-season that he was going to be the captain. And you know, I, I didn't disagree with it. I wasn't fully for it because I, I didn't really know who would be the person to step up. But since the season started, he's shown why he is the captain. And um who tell you what, he's, he's really shown... Uh, he loves his football. You can see that. He loves winning the ball. And... Uh, you know, he, he's always vocal, and it's what you like saying a captain, isn't it? And um, not that Ben Cox was a bad captain, or anyone before him, but you can see why um, he's been brought in at the football club. He's took it to another level.
2: I was reading Halifax's fans' comments about the lad, and they raved about him. So I was hopeful on that, and, but actually seeing him and yeah, he's, he dropped a couple of clangers, didn't he? Well, uh, but. but 90, I would
1: say 90% of the time he's been absolutely outstanding. Yeah. Well, the back five, all, all three of the back five you can but you can just tell that he stands out. He's the boss of them, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's it's just, you can. It's a, he's putting some fantastic he He's
0: the general back there and he's got two fantastic yeah. lieutenants and Manny yeah. and Jamal well, next I mean, to him. Because I'm not
2: saying Liam Hogan's a bad player, but Manny Smith and Jamal Firefield are just like <laughs> Ronaldo <Yeah>. and Maldini. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, but I say it's all strong tackle. It's all good in the air and uh, they can get forward and they can play with the ball on the deck they're not just lump it men And I think it's great to see you. obviously when all the teams are on the attack you always have your heart in your mouth mm-hmm. thinking oh no when's the classic gates of Clang are going to come here mm-hmm. but touch wood most of the time they're, they're, they're solid
1: I think at Barn, Brumley and um, Lincoln I think we've, we've looked quite solid a lot more solid than we have in previous years and I think um, that's testament to Hogan and the, the other two mm-hmm. large and Manny you know I mean we really have we looked a lot better the only thing I'd,
2: I'd say about them and
1: this is I know I've had
2: a relatively decent start but two fullbacks uh, two centre-halves or three centre-halves one of them gets the ball and they're hitting it into the channels mm-hmm. we're getting just what I've seen mm-hmm. it's getting a bit predictable they're hitting it in the channels all the time I think it's got to change up a bit.
0: Well, that was what I was going to bring us on, which I will talk about very shortly. <laughs> I'll, I'll mention it. Um, I was going to say about what kind of player would you, you know, if you could bring, because obviously we've seen players for many years, uh, Gate said, who would be the type of player or which player would you bring into the side now if you could, you know, and say that it would change a bit? Oh, uh, well, i say, and uh, what the player that was said to me, I think you'll probably both agree, it was um, Gary, Davids, uh, uh, Gary Armstrong, and, was, and he said, what that side needs is a Paul Proudlock to calm it down in the middle slow it down
2: well, he was going to be the man I was going to see anyway Yeah, but I'm I'm biased because Paul Proudlock is like he's up there with me gates to the heroes mm-hmm. um, if I was looking for a because I think what we need now is another striker yeah there was a lad who used to play for Wickham I had him on loan called Keith Scott mm-hmm. if we had a Keith Scott now we were can places,
0: and for the people that didn't see him, what what kind of player was Keith he was Scott?
2: A, he was a big centre forward. Yeah, he was, but he was good on the deck. He was good in the air. Mm-hmm. I mean, he won the he won the championship for Wickham and went up. Yeah, to League One, he ended up at Swindon. He mm-hmm. nearly got in the Premier League with Swindon, mm-hmm. and then he dropped back down. I mean, he's a coach now. He's a it's a quite a while ago. Yeah. But Keith Scott was absolutely fantastic. John, any forward. any names? For me, it's
1: Kenny day. Mm-hmm. Kenny Law was just a different class. It could be, but it could be equally them. frustrating. Yeah, when yeah. I watched him, I mean, I saw him play a game at Southport when I first gave I saw him play. And I've never seen a performance like it to this day. Yeah. It was outstanding. I mean, the kid was played Dope. centre midfielder, Dope. and he was just quality. He I, was like one
0: only one. Yeah. That's what none of was yeah. Like. As, as I, was I was say, like. I know, I know, you 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 take the make it was, but I'm, like, I'm a I'm big John Oster fan, but I would I would love to have John Oster back in the side. I'd like to see him just in the middle there with uh, uh, Paddy and uh, you, Gus, just just to, to calm down a little bit. Not, not that I'm saying that the the the, the roofless are you know, or, or running about headless but just to have that little bit, little head in there just to say hang on a second here's the ball you know.
2: Paul Proudlach had, had a lot though he, he could yeah. graft he could, he could score
1: goals he could pass and he, I've never met a funnier man in my life. Yeah, but We talk a lot like when we come back from over games and things like that and it, we talk a lot about players that can put teams on the back foot the likes of your Madisons who could turn a game and people were scared of them and i think like i've made another one i would bring back i know
0: yes yeah well we've got a uh something to retweet here so you can have a watch of chris beers doing a um a crossbar challenge for uh heaton stanington so have a little look at that is it heaton stanington is, yeah is heaton heaton heat crossbar challenge so uh, if you want to see a uh, gated fan doing a crossbar challenge have a look at that we've just retweeted it um see it. we'll open that up to you listeners at home as well if you'd like to tell us who you would like this from your time watching Gator, if you if you would bring it not that we're saying we need to bring somebody in just it's just for a bit of debate who would you like to bring into the you know or will see in there if you could like you know a fantasy side if you could bring someone in now to fit into that team what would it be for you um, Dan Bell has put uh, what do you lads think of Sam Johnson doesn't look confident to me but I still believe he can grow into a useful keeper well for me I think he's alright but remember I think people say he doesn't look confident I just think it's because he's, he's a tall gangly type of keeper and I think people misjudge that for how he he's, he's how he's doing you know like, you know, like that, that's, that's my that's my observation of it Dan Bell if you
2: ever seen Jim Platt's nephew play forward, <laughs> believe me, <laughs> Sam Johnson is like Joe Hart, Edgar Casillas, and that Bravo bloke. It was just saving Man City. <laughs> yeah, is it,
1: was his name David Platt. Uh, that
2: a, uh, But we used to call him Gale, didn't we? <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> do. Um, but Gale.
0: yeah, no, that, that, he's a young keeper. Uh, remember he played at? Wem- Did he, he played at Wembley last yeah. year? Didn't he? Oh, well, he's, he's won. Kid, the, yeah. You know, he's played on the big stage with uh, Halifax. He's won. He's he's a developing keeper. You know, and. Uh, <laughs> To be honest, you know he, he's he's contracted at Port Vale and he's contracted at Port Vale for a reason. He's out developing at the moment, and that's what happens with young budding goalkeepers. Even Joe Hart was out, you know, like just to mention a player. He played Shrewsbury before he got picked up. There's players do have to goalkeepers develop later than everybody else in their careers. So you know, Steve Harper, for example, was at gated, mm-hmm. learned some lessons, and look on, he went on have a good career. I don't know. You know, he had a name
1: actually. On yeah? his debut. I think uh, for me, I think. I get up but the same way he doesn't have a lot of confidence but you've got to give him time mm-hmm. i mean we've played what's six games now oh, i'll
0: give you a go to and now that everyone loves and probably having any fantasy team muscle White, his first few games oh jesus nah i was calling for his head but look on, look what he went on to achieve with two promotions and you know saved us in many a game
2: absolutely unreal no, no further than the playoff final exactly and see if play uh, you done in against Telford
0: yeah and uh, Mick Scully who I've been trying to get on the podcast we'll get, we're going to drag him on. He'll come on he will he will he'll uh, he'll come on he's, uh, I'm, I'm going to kidnap him he's got a picture of his dog which is the most manly dog I've seen him walking in Kibblesworth the other day on his profile picture there disappointing attendance yesterday considering it was non-league day and the style of football that was on show yesterday isn't going to encourage many new fans to return Um, yeah I was hoping we might have uh hit over that 1,000 mark yesterday but um, wasn't the be but um positive one one nil clean sheet um, that's that's where I'm looking at uh, yeah, yeah we have been
2: talking about all these years watching Gator Scully's been gone longer than me
0: yeah
1: and it's your fault I've got any hair Mick
0: well he's hasn't got much left himself has he so uh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is the thing with a North East football fan in my opinion if you're winning games they'll come and watch you if you're, if you're pick a couple of bad results like we have it's very easy to drop away um the key to it is winning games of football if you if you go on a run you'll get the crowds look what happened under mills when you went on that run yeah like eight thousand for the semi-final I've, yeah. I've
2: said that before um they say the northeast the hotbed of football nah i call it the hotbed hotbed of uh,
0: bandwagon jumpers mm-hmm. yeah it's a seen just before <laughs> um and um, Sc- <laughs> Mick Scully went. Pardon, I think his hairs fell out with that. Uh,
2: there's no need for that, uh, Scully. I think
0: I'm only joking, Scully. Okay. Honest, we'll get you some ju- uh, just for men and some uh, what's that regain? Is it a regain? Uh, there's no
2: need for that. I mean, I've got the hair myself.
0: Ah, uh, no, Well we'll we'll see. We'll, t- we'll have a hair challenge. See who can grow the most follicles between you. Well, I can't Sorry, I can this conversation,
1: I'm ginger, so it doesn't I was going to say, you're, you're <laughs> exempt. With everyone just hates <laughs> you.
0: We do apologise to the follicly challenged listener. Um, oh, and the ginger. ginger one. Yeah, and the ginger <laughs> one. Um, Sam Pendleton's put, realistically, I'd love to see Madison come back as he made his name with the Heed. Realistically, I do not think he'd come no, back. No, no, realistically. Um, he's, he's, he's on the cusp of maybe going up to the next level in his football and progression. Uh, hopefully he does. Um, as I said, we mentioned earlier on, Um God sure who would you
2: love to come back.
0: Yeah, and um we've uh we've had a few tweets and uh one is from the lovely Lauren Dimmick.
2: Hi Simon.
0: Simon isn't here. Um I don't know why she's saying hi Simon. Um yeah. But we have got uh, the the player that Andrew McGuinness would love to see Andy back. Andrew McGuinness is a bit like you with your John
2: Oster love fest. Yeah. He wants double Clare. That's a great
0: show. Yeah, it's a great show. Mm-hmm. He, um I oh, he was well, here. He, he, he loves Daniel Clare. Does War McInnes? Yes, he, why well, he did well for us. Kept us in the help. Keep us in the conference that first season up. Kept in the conference. Yeah, the he, he did. Um, so yeah, I say God. Forty minutes has gone by. It flew by today. Um, it's reason, to say it's, how quick
2: it can fly when you talk, crap.
0: It is. It does. It does. It does.
2: I mean, uh, me, me and John's been talking. Notice since, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. Well, <laughs> you
0: may have noticed uh, the Bromley game at half time. There was a walk and. Football uh, exhibition on. So if you do fancy getting along, uh, these, uh, these, this is the information on how to play, and wherewith. Did you have some moves back in the day? Did you fancy yourself as a Gaza or a Maradona? Well, I tell you what—you can put them skills back to test with Gated Football Club Silver Soccer Walking Football for only two pounds. You can strut your stuff at a number of venues around Gateshead. and here they are, just to let you know where things are happening. At Redshift Boys Club, every Monday morning between ten a.m. and eleven a.m., you can get yourself down there. Leam Rangers are hosting some Walking Football. Um, the venue that is every Tuesday between four and five p.m. Rutherford, that is just near Lobbly Hill, if you didn't know where that is, every Thursday at 12 noon till 1pm. So if you fancy getting yourselves along there. Also, Gated Leisure Centre every Monday between 1 and 2pm. The Eldon Centre, get yourself there, 11am till 12 noon. Gated International Stadium every Wednesday at 6pm till 7pm. And a Cleveland Hall Community Centre on a Friday morning at 10am till 11am. As I say, it's only £2 a person get yourself along you can contact gated football club via their email at info at gated-fc.com or you can call them on 0191 478 3883 so get yourselves along to play the newest sensation in football for the over 45s it's walking football with gator football club Walking football? Are you going to be part of it? And um, we're still having people come in and tell us who they'd like to see come back, in like you know, in a fantasy uh, you know world. Uh, Alan Lamb this is Mickey Scully's shout. Quite a
2: shout. He could. He was uh, a skillful. He scored goals. He scored one of the one of the best goals I've ever seen against. I think it was Whitby on his debut or something. like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, when a mini scored out,
0: think like was uh, Dan Bell but you'd have Twinny back in a heartbeat, obviously, uh, Phil Turnbull. I've just seen it there when we read that, um, when we were on the advert, I said, I don't think you'd fit into our style of play if we were going to play him as a defensive midfielder, which I thought was his best position, because you've got Hogan and Jamal and Manny that can get forward into that position when you're playing the three at the back. So I, obviously, I love I love Twinny, I think he's a great player, but I don't know if he would fit into our current set. Yeah.
2: Oh, like I said off air, I, th- I think you can play tw-
1: twenty twenty yards forward. That'd like, be, be really effective.
0: Yeah, yeah, fair. fair I'm, you know, it's all about opinions. So, yeah, uh. For me,
1: would twenty put a team on the back foot, and I don't think he would. He would spread the ball, but he wouldn't put a team on the back foot and I think that's what if you were to bring anybody in that's
0: what probably was needed
1: mm-hmm. that's hopefully what they open the gift on Sam Jones isn't
0: it? yeah fair comment but as I say well, I think we all love 20 don't we um, Simon johnsons he's with me he's put John Oster in the Wembley season he'd have him back yeah I, no argues there but um, just talking there, you mentioned Sam Jones we, he scored the goal when he came on against York looked quite decent came on against Boreham Wood maybe a little bit out of sorts when he came in but he only got 10 minutes of football if that, um, I'd like to see him start. Uh, you know, Mitch Brundle did well, but you've got three players in Brundle, Paddy and Gus, all all workhorses. All put them. I'd just like to see a little wa- another one in, maybe just in front of them. And I think Sam Jones could be that player. And we know he can score goals. He did it last year at at a lower level, but he's shown he can do it already here. Popped up with a goal of York. Is that what we're missing? We're, we're talking about needing a striker. C- could we just need that player who's late into the box? Big lad, he can score goals. As I say, I, I. I I would not compare him with Lampard, but the type of what we're seeing from him pre season in pre-season and a couple of games. He likes to get in there as well from midfield, and that's how he scores the goals.
2: Would he change it? Are you talking like playing a 5
1: 3 1 1? Would he change it? I'm not sure. Well, I was surprised he didn't start him up for, alongside uh, Johnson. Um, obviously, he, he did it with um, Wes York. Um, but when he's come on, he's doing, he's doing all right. <laughs>
0: Um, we've, uh, I think it's safe to say that Andrew McGuinness and Lauren Dimmick have been drinking. Um, <laughs> the, the, uh, thank you for messaging the show. It's very good. Um, Andrew sent in a tweet. We'd like to read out that one.
2: <laughs> love and love, Simon Young.
0: We haven't a clue who Simon Young is. Um, I think it's maybe like Simon and John Young. I don't know if it's... Well, actually, I
2: think he's turned Chinese because he's Yipung. Yipung, yeah.
0: <laughs> Uh, whoever Simon Yapung is, um, <laughs> welcome to the podcast. And Lawrence
2: says, "I like the po- oh God, eh? I like the podcast better when you all talk shite. Bring back goat news.
0: Eey, I tell you what, it's new, pleasing some people is the. Um, but Lauren will love you, of course. You're a good friend of the podcast, and you like to sit in the background and read your Harry Potter books from time to time. She does. She said the new one's terrible. By the way, if anyone's uh, interested in buying it, yeah. If anyone would like to message in and give uh, John Young a. a, a, a bio of harry potter please do um please don't. yeah um are you going to braintree Um say there isn't a supporters club bus and john said he's got two seats in the car if you like, give it details again there john if anyone's yeah. interested in going down we're well, leaving at half past eight should be back by about half ten i would think um you will be at weatherby services uh, we'll be at Wetherby some point
1: services, yes <laughs> definitely, definitely um as i say just message the podcast or messages on facebook or texters um, we're going to try and get another two people going down.
0: Yeah. Um, well, as I said just saying that, we just had another message about um, from the football blogging awards because um just uh, about giving out the information. As I say, I'm, I'm giving out the information not to say, oh, "Please vote for us; we want to win." It's because if we can get nominated, it'll go go into their website and. We'll have more people talking about the podcast, ultimately talking about Gator Football Club. We want to get out there reaching as many people. That is what the podcast is all about. It's not about uh, winning awards. Not that we're saying we're worthy of winning an award or anything, but they've contacted us, asked us if we'd like to um, put ourselves forward for nomination. And it's up to you, the listeners, if you do feel that you'd like to nominate us, it would be very nice. And hopefully we can get more people hearing about us, but ultimately hearing about Gator Football Club because... We've seen how far we've reached um let say with uh, dean Seaver in america we know arvid listens in america and we'd love to reach more and uh, we're still in the process of um hopefully getting the russian Heed army on and also as well i forgot to mention at the beginning of the show i did put it out on social media that um we were going to have james marwood with us but ultimately he's got a new job and he is going to be coming and um, when he comes back he's, he's had to go to america um, so I think it's a slash holiday slash work he's got I think he's got a couple of days to himself when he's out there in California but he is going to come back and he says he's quite he's quite excited about the news he's got about that job so it'd be nice to hear about what he's got going on in the future and also relive his time at Gator because he had was it four years in total four or five a few good few years anyway um, so we can re- relive some good times with him, as he said he'd like to do and also that Wembley season as well because you know I we've got the picture up on the wall of him scoring that uh, infamous great against, goal against, uh, yeah, the second Grimsby. goal against Grimsby. So there's a lot of talk about there with him. So apologies I didn't mention that earlier in the show um, in case you were listening in uh, to hear from uh, James. And um, <laughs> Simon Johnson's put John Young could do a job for us behind the strikers. Do you fancy it, John? Could he be the midfield general with your snake hips there? No, I'd follow it too much. Yeah, and. Um, Simon Johnson put Shorsey the season before he went to Luton. 100% of his goals uh, would get us in the top three. Yeah, he was phenomenal that year, wasn't he? Uh, absolutely, absolutely brilliant. I think the cream of his performances was the hat-trick against York, wasn't it? Uh, that night, it was a great game. Uh, Dan Bellis put Braintree next week. Will be a really interesting game, I think. Uh, they haven't started the season at all well. Seems that Crawley's leaving them taking its toll. Oh, it's Crack... Cowley, the manager Cowley leaving them is taking the tool in them uh, but our fo- our away form isn't brilliant fairly confident we're picking up uh, at least 7 points from the next 3 games uh, must be away games though um, we should be getting 9 we've got
2: Braintree uh, then North Ferriby on the Tuesday
0: as well yeah we have uh, so yeah that, that, so then we have uh, Solihull Motors at home after that so that's, oh, that's the next 3 cool. games so yeah, you th- would hope can we'll pick up seven, nine would be good. But you know, get a little run together and you're right back in the mix. It's, 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 we know consistency is the key. They're doing well in this league as it is in any. But uh, you know,
2: anybody guns w- on the run in this league. You yeah, know. yeah, you, you're gonna you're yeah. gonna
0: get places. Um, we've got uh, mixed gullies put, shame that Wrighton hasn't had a look in this season as uh, he's the sort of player that gets the fans uh, off their seats and can really worry opposition. Unfortunately, I didn't see him getting any chance uh, anytime soon as long as Aspen continues with a three-man midfield. Well, you never know. You never know. Um, it, it's it's up to Rayton to show and train as well. We, we only see things on a match day. They see players every day training. it's up to Rayton to put himself into the reckoning.
1: Well, that surprised me, to be honest with you. I mean, Rayton last season at times was unbelievable. Play, but- Absolutely brilliant. And you just think it, if you if you want a man to bring a player on like that, Aspen's your man. And it has surprised that is that he's had no no slip in the first team, you know.
0: Yeah, and just on the Harry Potter update, we've got um, some information for you from the lovely Lauren Dimmick.
2: <laughs> I take this is basically the bio, the synopsis. Man with inferior, inferiority complex tries eight times to kill a child,
0: fails. Fails yeah so there we go oh, so I well, don't to read it now do i No, nah, yeah also he's got a scar in his head <laughs> All right. there you go so uh, that's quite good um and i've got another message from uh andrew mcginnis says that's for a fit martin britain yeah i'll do so put the team in. with clay mm, yeah i mean not. To- yeah i mean obviously in the fantasy realm um i couldn't see martin britain fitting into that side He couldn't play him in a three-man midfield and i don't think he had the defensive capabilities of playing right back
1: well we talked about Shaw scoring all them um, goals without britain in that season Shaw
0: probably wouldn't have scored the goals yeah. Well, oh, the, that himself, didn't he? yeah yeah without a doubt and also as well just on a side note um obviously john Shaw scoring goes at south shields they've won the last two games is it four one and six nil or something oh, just God. sacked the manager so there's a lot of them on social media talking about former uh, England, uh, England Gateshead manager Ian Bogie being in the running for that job because they want to push on. I mean, I think it's 256 games the manager had been in. Just got them promoted, won the last two games by a fair few amount of goals. Yet the board at South Shields have said that they want to take it to the next level. Does the next level mean a manager of the caliber of Ian Bogie yeah. with the experience of promotions? I think they were
2: expecting. Running run in the FA Cup when they went out in the first round um, I think they were expecting to win every game so mm-hmm. far and I've thought but well, are these
1: good players in yeah does it not surprise you to sack a manager at the back of a 6, is it a six 2 and a 4 f- sorry 4-2 and 6-1 win
0: Mm-hmm. You know it's a bit surprising when you've, you've, you've just hit a bit of a run Yeah, you. well we're definitely invoking some debate tonight because Dave Allen friend of the podcast has put Martin Britton the most overrated player I've seen a gated Waste of a shirt Completely disagree <laughs> I thought at times he was excellent In, uh, I think before, before he broke his leg he was unplayable um, and then he slightly different player
2: risk, but he
1: could buy, but There was always a criticism about not taking people on you never had to take people on because the quality was causing. Well, he wasn't quick enough to beat a man, That's to be honest.
2: Mm-hmm. I mean, this, when when Martin Britton played crap, he was absolutely hopeless. Yeah. Uh, he didn't give an in-between, and then some weeks he'd, he'd be whipping a ball and he, he could stick it on a 6 <laughs> <laughs> Go on, read it out.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Andy McInnes is... Dave's love life
0: but it's boring like yesterday as much <laughs> actually, actually it's uh it's it's quite interesting at the minute it's like an episode of Hollyoaks. uh no one's been tried to be killed or anything but uh you know it, it i'm not going to go into it but yeah yeah it's i'll, I'll let you know when you come back follow um so yeah there we we'll go could have a different one way then and yeah now i'm trying to settle down i, I kind of keep putting it about um you can't you're right i know <laughs> <laughs> Touche. Um and Dave Allen's uh, uh, um he's put more on that. He's put he was a waste. Uh, granted he took a good free kick now and again. Um, well that's that, that's what we're here for, we're talking opinions, about. Um, yeah, it's all about opinions. Um, um I'm sure some of the players, if they listen to us, I mean I hope I haven't offended Reece Stich by saying, Don't bloody argue with the referee, play it to the whistle. Um, but you know, so and hopefully Mr. September, as he's known as some in some circles, restate, We'll be po- no, posting a, posting a photo of his calendar up in the house. Uh, so yeah, we'll see him with that. He absolutely
2: adores his song, mate, did
0: not he? Oh yeah, you can see he loves he loves his. Uh, he only goes to warm up so he can get sun out, doesn't he? <laughs> um, yeah. And on, on a side note, there was when we were
1: down at Lincoln. Um, the few people that went down and had a few sherbets. Decided to have a dance around the stadium. Uh, when we went 3 0 down and they had the tops off, and there was a guy called Mob Mike O'Brien. I've never seen a man look so happy in my life singing that song. He had his top off running around the stadium. He was the happiest man I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> it was hilarious. It was the funniest
0: thing I've seen. And we've, well, we've got a conspiracy theory coming here on the podcast. <laughs> Andy again.
2: <laughs> You've never seen me and John Young in the studio together. Coincidence.
0: Just doesn't like you, Andrew. <laughs> pretty,
2: pretty much, eh? Huh? Um, See, so he's your yeah. substitute, Andy. Yeah, that's where it is. Probably the big and Lurian for me next
0: week. Yeah, well, well, we'll try and get him. He claims he's in bed early, you know? <laughs> I don't want to know. Really. We don't know. <laughs> I really don't want to know. He's in there uh, stroking his Ian Brown tattoo um so watching porn we, 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 we don't want to insinuate but um as i say we're coming towards the end of the podcast if you are messaging in uh do it now because um, we want to get uh it's all talking about it that's what it's all about you can still tweet us like andrew and the drunk well I'm I imagine yeah. drunk andrew and drunk lauren are doing on Twitter at HEED underscore ARMY and of course we we hope they really do have a lovely holiday in Mexico together and uh, yes. do yeah. also forget my gifts, gifts. <laughs> yeah um, so you bring yeah. back the HEED ARMY mug for you I, <laughs> <laughs> I need one because I dropped mine at work useless absolutely useless and uh yeah and remember if you do have a heat army podcast doc, uh podcast cup or calendar please send us a photo of it up or where you're using your cup out and about uh saying the officer at home uh, and so we can uh retweet the photo and uh yeah i say that next week as we've only got the one game um when we come back uh on the 11th to talk about It will be braintree And then we'll be previewing the two games after that in next week's show. And um, I think on the 18th we might have a chance to have Marwood when he comes back from America. Uh, So, yeah, that would be good, Um, that show. We'll be hopefully getting some more people to talk to us as well. If you'd like to talk to us, please tweet us and tell us. If you're listening from a foreign show and you'd like to talk to us and how you started following Gated, like we have done with Arvid, like we have done with Dean in America, we do want to hear. That's what we want to do. We want to reach out and also locally as well. If you want to speak on the podcast, you'd like to be a guest, let us know what you think about Gated Football Club and how you're enjoying it. Come a lot, but you know you're, you're more than welcome to be a, a guest on the podcast. And we are going to start to collect interviews. I know we've been saying it for a while. We are going to get some interviews collected on a match day. Um, and I think we'll, we might do a fan in focus section, talk to a fan, say how, you know, how long we have been following Gated, and we can play that out uh, in each podcast as well. We want to get you involved, and that's, and say, it is what we want, because it is great that we get a lot of the same people come on. We thank John for coming on tonight and other people guests, but we want to get more people talking. We know there's a lot of yous listening in. We've recently passed the 35,000 listener mark and um we know there's a silent majority you don't have to be silent you're not going to be mocked you're not going to be um you know d- d- double questioned about anything that you send in it's your opinions your thoughts on this football club so please do get involved that's how it's it's what it's all about isn't it lads it is, unless you make silly comments. It is, it is. <laughs> or, or, or question my love life. <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, so. well, that's hilarious. So you might just keep like on going going with Yeah. That. <laughs> Cheers, lads. Um, but yeah, see so just a couple of minutes left. And um, yeah, i have quite interested. I, I, I didn't think of the Ketney Lowe um, suggestion there when you thought about that potential in midfield. Big, big, big player as well, you know. Not just personality, he was a tall lad and doing quite well at Perth again as well, I think. And all sorry on talking about players in australia well done the alex baird's team um dynamo albion i think they're called just got promoted um and uh, he played a pivotal part in goal for them so hopefully we can talk to them because i think it's about nine o'clock am in australia so i'm going to message him and see if he would like to talk to us about how his seasons went over there it'd be great to know how he's doing especially when i'm doing well because you know a lot of players, especially goalkeepers, have found when the leave, gator don't tend to go on to to, to do what that well. Um, you know, not at a higher level or at the equivalent level. So it's nice to see Alex getting um, you know a promotion under his belt and doing well down in Australia. So yeah, it is. So we'd yeah, like everybody. to yeah, definitely. Well, we're gonna wrap it up there. Just leave to say thank you to John. John, thanks for coming on the no, podcast. I've enjoyed it. Thank you. It's uh, great to have you back on and to say that what at the beginning of the show 70 years uh, between following and Gatehead. it's quite scary when you put it like that isn't it it is quite scary yeah
1: enjoyed most
2: of it <laughs> yeah uh, to be honest i've enjoyed all of it While obviously yeah F- football's the, a
0: journey you've got to uh, you've got to have the ups and the downs to enjoy you've got well, you've got to have the downs to enjoy the ups i mean right. I, I like it might sound a silly comment but i wouldn't want to have been a manchester united fan for them 20 years because They've got a real low now because they're thinking what they've got is bad. You
1: want to I'm be careful, Mickey Scully's.
2: Listen, <laughs> <laughs> I've always
1: I'm, said you're bitten by a bug, a gator, yeah.
0: and it's, I don't know what it is, but once you're bitten by it, there's just no going back. Yeah, let's see what, uh, it's, it's, It tests your patience, mate. I think all football clubs do, but this—I mean, for us, we know there's something that little special about Gator. Being being the underdog, being in the shadows, and we know that on the day we're. We're better than Newcastle and Sun. But uh anyway, on well, that note more joy
2: out of Gated winning than any other team. Yeah, well, like the Newcastle yeah. and Sun and Derby. I think a Gated win on a Saturday. Mm-hmm.
0: I don't give a monkey's so a winter dog. Yeah, dogs. as I say, I was buzzing yesterday. Yesterday's result. Well, let's hope next week we're talking about points coming back from Braintree. And if you want to go Hopefully down... not get, my licence. Yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, if you want to go down, contact John. And uh, if you are going, have a safe trip. And remember, contact us next week and um, we'll have a good show. Uh, so thank you very much and bye. Goodbye. Bye.
1: Wrap up the year with holiday cheer at the all-new Bush Gardens Christmas Celebration. Experience a winter wonderland as you walk through eight festive villages with twinkling lights, holiday decor, and entertainment. Bush Gardens Christmas Celebration is a limited capacity event. Select dates through January 3rd. Take advantage of the biggest sale of the year going on now through November 27th. Buy one
0: two park membership. Get one half off during the Black Friday sale. Make your reservation today. Restrictions apply.